What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Shonda D and Naked Nikki, and we're coming at you with our brand new podcast, Brown Liquor, where we discuss all of the different taboo topics centered around lesbianism and all of the nuances it entails. Tune in every Saturday for new episodes dropping on all podcast platforms. And this is where it's time for us to step up and get naked. Fems, we gonna get naked too. But we're going to do a little bit of battling. So, studs, we going to win. we about to show them that we can be vulnerable. All right. Tune in every Saturday for Brown Liquor, y'all. Brown Liquor, y'all. All right, y'all. It is your girl, Shonda D. And I have a small favor to ask. And you know us. We don't ask for much. We come through with the Brown Liquor of the, the week. We give y'all all this good tea and information. So, we just need y'all to do a small thing for us. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, please go into the app and rate and review us. Leave us a five-star review and a comment about what you like about each episode. Tell your friends to tell your friends to join the Brown Liquor group and welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Yo, 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 baby, yo, it is your favorite Brown Liquor girls and we are back with another episode. It's the last episode of 2021. Yes, it is. So we're going to kick it out with a bang. And uh, we are not going to be pronouncing all of our syllables. Or Whatever, babe. Just because I enunciate don't mean that, like, whatever. So don't be trying to come for me. I'm always going to come for you because I love you, baby. We got to be better going into 2022. As per usual, it is your girl, Shonda D. And Naked Nikki. And we have a special guest. So Very special. So we will bring her on in a minute, but before we do, as per usual, as per usual, we are gonna give you guys the brown liquor drink of the week, which, uh, based on our guest, is a strawberry cognac iced tea. Did you hear every syllable? What is wrong with my enunciation? <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay, so to make this drink, you need three strawberries. Juice half of a lemon, one tablespoon of honey, warmed so that it can so that it's very runny and easily incorporated. Three ounces of black tea and three ounces of cognac. Girl, you know we ain't doing no ounces. We are doing shots. We gonna need about three shots, three of them big ass tequila shots too. You know the one, the triple dutch. Yeah, we gonna <laughs> we gonna need three of them to go with all that sweet stuff. That that sweet that what that cooler tea and the honey that they want you to warm up. But all in all, this drink sounds phenomenal, and I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? To sip on that one. Yes. Yes. Shout so, out to my girl Candy. Super sweet. Which is that's like gonna be our, yeah that's that's our guest's name right <laughs> so the drink was um based on our guest but as always we have to give our disclaimer please make sure you are safe do not drink and drive know your drink level and drink responsibly yeah be responsible and if you want to do hoish things after drinking make sure you, you know what I'm saying wrap it up. You keep it in the house. Keep it safe. Uber. Right? And it is New <laughs> Year's Eve. Right? right? <laughs> it is New Year's Eve. So make sure you have a designated driver. Yes. Do everything you can do to be safe. Get home safe. We want to see you in 2022, baby. Right, right. And we don't want nobody going to jail trying to have to, trying to, uh, what? Be bonded out? No, not bonded out. We don't want nobody to be drinking and driving, driving too slow, driving too fast. We just really, really want y'all guys to be safe out there. Right. 
I went, what, what was I trying to say? I think it was the driver's test because I just seen somebody get pulled over doing that. We don't want you out there with your shoes off. Anything can happen, especially to us brown people. So just please stay safe. Stay right. safe. So we are going to go ahead and introduce our special guest. Babe, do you want to do the honor? Yeah, I definitely will. Um, this is my homegirl. We met in Hood College. I can explain Hood College to you a little bit later once we get into the interview. Beautiful person. Uh, I feel like in life we all have to go through certain things for us to become the people that we need to be. She is a self-published author right now, and that's why we're bringing her on. That's what got her here to the show today. I'm a self-published author as well, so I definitely had to congratulate my girl, give her a shout-out, and you know what I'm saying, get her on the platform. Show her that, that writing love, publishing love. Well, I don't know about about the about the love thing. I mean, she was in love because it gets a little bit crazy. I'm just saying you're showing her that. Oh, yes. oh, okay. I thought you meant she was. No. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm being on the yeah, slow side. Yeah. All right. Let me let, let further ado. Let's go ahead and let's just bring 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 Candy on. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna introduce. Okay, Candy, you there, boo? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm my chair. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all, we got Candy here on the line. Reason, like I said, why we got her here. It's a couple of different reasons. We definitely going to get into her background, dig into her story, and she's going to tell us everything that we need to know on why we need to go and purchase this new book that she just dropped. Once again, I had to have you on. I let them know that we met in Hood College. Hood College, to the people that's out there in the regular world, that is prison. Uh, my girl... She knows I'm in. Pr- I went to prison and, yes, and, 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 and that I didn't lie because she Googled me. She Googled me. I y'all. sure did. <laughs> so to kick to kick this off, that's my first question that I got for you, and then we then we can go into introductions. Candy, have you ever Googled anybody that you dated? I, I won't say Google, but I did. I did do investigations on people that I dated before. Cause I, I like to think of myself as a little PI. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, so, so you did a background I'm check. Everybody, I'm the one that everybody calls to find out information about other people. You did a background check though, cause my girl did a background check on me. They spent the twenty dollars on the background check and everything. Well, I did the background check, but I didn't sneakily. I didn't just straight out do the background check like with everything. But I tried to get her hired, you know, with my best friend's company, and then my best friend did the background check. So. Ooh, smooth. Okay, that was, that was sneaky, <laughs> but that was good, though. Right. But I, I background longer than mine. <laughs> did it stop you from wanting to date her, though, or did it just turn you on? Where we, where we met it, I just didn't know what she was into, but I knew she was into something because she was in the, in jail. She was with us. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Let me see. Yeah, my, it is. It's all the way up. All right, Candy, we may need you to speak up just a little bit more. You over there, you got your sexy on. I know you're boo in the background doing her Macy <laughs> shopping, but yeah, we're going to need you to turn that up a little bit. Turn it up, boo. That's right. Alright, can y'all hear me better? Yeah, I can definitely hear it. Can you hear a little bit mm-hmm. better? Is it better? Yep. Alright, yeah, we got you we got you closest to our mic as possible. Uh we definitely doing this interview over the phone. We getting it done now, going into twenty twenty two. So uh 
Candy, go ahead and give us an introduction of you and all of your products that you have. So my my government name is Alicia Gordon. Um, I'm the owner of Serene Candy Wax, the first 24-hour spa in Philadelphia. Yes. Right. I have all-natural organic products that I hand-make by hand. I specialize in um, intimate care, so vaginal care, skin care, anything about the intimate parts, I specialize in it. And I also just wrote a book called Candy's Demise, based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're here because we want to get all up in her business. Like I said, y'all, we go way back like a Cadillac on four flats. And we was walking around this goddamn yard while we was in prison uh, every day, just trying to get some fresh air and stay sane. And a lot of us came home and we, you know, originated our own businesses. Uh, we told our, or told our stories. So I can't wait to like really hear because, you know, I got some questions. Like that drink. We about to get all the tea. Right, all the tea. That's why we got the tea in the in the book. So, tell us a little bit about you know what I'm saying why you wrote the book, how you came to you know what I'm saying being in prison, things like that. Let's just dive into it. So I wrote the book. Um, really, what made me start writing is because I started tapping into I'm a uh, survivor of domestic violence. So I started tapping into the domestic violence awareness and just like. Um, learning about unhealthy relationships and toxic relationships and signs to look out for and stuff like that. And I wanted other people to um, be aware and not have to go through what I went through and maybe can spot it before getting too deep into it. So that was my main reason for um, writing the book. Originally, I was just going to do just, um, you know, just like some... um, some like signs to look for and some like characteristics and stuff like that and then I was just like no everybody keeps wanting to know why was I in prison why and telling the story over and over again to a thousand people is just like drinking so I'm yeah. like you know what I'm gonna write a book and now you're gonna get money off of it as Snoop Dogg said right. back in the day the game is to be sold not told baby <laughs> and that's crazy that you say that because uh, I got a series called Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic. I'm actually going to autograph one and I'm going to send it out to you. Uh, that's like probably like maybe the third or fourth book that I wrote. But it was based on a relationship that I was having with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And I really started to see toxic traits in her and in myself. After I wrote the book, though, I realized the first toxic relationship that I was ever in was with my own mother. And that book kind of like gelled us together. We were already working on our relationship. But when I really explained to her how, how I was feeling after I wrote the book, it created a closer bond to us. And a lot of people that have read the book said the same thing like, yo, like I went through so many similar situations and I didn't realize that I was in a toxic mm-hmm. relationship until after I read your book. So your book is definitely going to impact other people's lives. I can tell you that right That's now. That's yeah. Yeah, I got I to get that. Yeah, hey, look, man, everything that I've touched is always an emotional experience. And it's crazy, though, because... 
I'm going to have to get to Philly. I haven't been able to get get up there to promote, and I was right there in Pennsylvania, so that's my fault because we should have been connected on that level. Uh, my book should have been in your hands and, and people that's in Philly's hands already just because we already did the, t- we did the time, and you know what I mean? We ha- do have those stories to tell. So You was writing. You was writing. Man, I used to read your stuff like, wow. And I always knew that you were going to be an author. Like, I already knew that because you were serious in there. Yeah, it was. Like, you ain't play. You used to bring your stuff to the yard and all that. <laughs> like, what you got now? Like, <laughs> I'm like, then what happened next? Right, and I would tell everybody too, like I gotta wait. Like once I get home, like I'm a publisher, yeah. and I'm gonna let everybody read it to the end. But I will give out, I will give out them samples, and that's great. Like that's one way that we're gonna have to connect, and I want us to connect so that we can get back behind those doors and give back to the women that who are incarcerated, because when they see us. They know that they can make it, no right. matter what they did. You right. know what I mean. So I want you to go in and, and and give us a little bit more information on why you did go to jail and how the book transpired. Okay, so I went to jail behind a basically a toxic relationship. Um, just me being immature, you know. Back then, I was just like a whole different person. Like I don't even recognize myself. But. Um, yeah, I was in a relationship with my ex, and it was toxic. She was a drug dealer, so she came with a lot of bitches, a lot of drama, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I started to, at first, I used to be, like, really, like, um, still keeping my same characteristic. But the more me and her was together, I, I saw that I started to become just a little bit toxic, too. Mm-hmm. So instead of, like, my feelings getting hurt or, you know, me being sad about stuff, I would just do it back. And that's kind of like what happened and how I got into the whole situation of me getting incarcerated. It was me getting revenge. It was me getting paid back for her cheating on me um, with some girl and then me finding the girl's girlfriend so I can cheat with her. Mm. I know you fuck my bitch, I'm going to fuck yours. (laughs) But what what let me know that um, I was really toxic back then is because it didn't happen that fast like that. Like, she didn't, when I first met my, my girl, she had, you know, cheated on me with um with the girl. I waited for years to get the girl back. Like, mm-hmm. I was, it was like almost four years later when I seen the girl's girlfriend. It was like, oh, yeah, four years ago, I'm going to be your bitch for five bitch, so I'm about to fuck you tonight. Mm-hmm. And that turn, that went left, like, completely. Like, people don't take, like, when you did me, I was just chilling and cool. I took it on the chin. When I fucked her bitch, it was just like the end of the world. She was making hell for me. Mm. Came World War Three. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and she didn't think of how when I took it. Like she was just like slashing my tires and just trying to get me fired from my job and just doing all of this craziness and I could never like really catch her. I could never like really you know, get hands on her. She right. would do stuff sneaky and then disappear. <laughs> And that and would make like, you even more I'm angry. I'm going to get you. Right? Yeah, so, yep, that's what happened. And when I finally caught up to her, I thought about all the money she made me spend, all the cars she fucked up, all the jobs she called, and I was just like, I'm going to take her out of here. And you just went in on her? I just went in. Yes, I did. <laughs> she I said, yes, her. I did. I went in on her, but and you... I tried to kill her. 
With what? With a gun or a knife? A knife. Did you hit the main arteries? Uh, yeah, so they had to surgically remove the knife from out of her head. I still, till this day, I'm not, I still don't know how I did that. Like, when I think about that today, I'm like, woo! Like, I get chills. Like, I can't yeah. never do that. Like, how was I able to do that? I would have been an angry soul. Right, an angry, yeah, definitely had to be angry. You said in the head, because I ain't know, I ain't know it was in the head, but I was, I thought you was going to say, like, in the arm or in the butt. But you was you was you was drawing blood like you wasn't playing. Like what happened? Like did you just see red? Like fuck that, it's over. I'm taking you out. I actually blacked out. I was, I was about to say that sounded like a blackout. I remember seeing her like I, as I replay it. Like even when the like lawyer from the pictures and stuff, I was just like, I did not do all that. Like you know, I'm looking at this like they got staged such shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is not me. Like I couldn't have did all this. Right. That's what I was thinking. Because I didn't remember. I just remember, like, what led up to it and me, like, physically seeing her. But the actions, I, I draw a blank. Like, I don't really remember the exact actions. I just remember the before and the after. Mm. Terrible. And how old are you when this went down? I was 19. Young, Bob. Yeah. We was young yes. up in there, man. Young. So how many years did you do as a result of... The whole situation. I did six and a, I did six and a half. Okay. Did you have to go home? When you went home, did you have to go into a halfway house? I didn't. Um, I actually went straight home. Got you. I had yeah. to do five. And when I went, I went home, they let me out a year early. And I promise you, I thought the hardest year for me was the first year going in but the hardest year was being outside in the halfway house for a full year not being able to touch my family the way that I wanted to mm-hmm. not being able to drink you know what I mean like it, it, it was it was hard and being that close you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying when having to have a curfew so like it was it was it was definitely crazy but back to you candy when you uh actually came home how long did it take you to to you know what I'm saying like get your get your get your shit together? What made you realize like I have to so, tell this story? When I when I came home, um, I felt like I was like so different, so matured, you know what I mean? And I already had like a mission that I was on. Um, I still was messing with women. Um, I actually, you know, was with a woman, a friend. It was a friend of mine, um, and me and her had started dating. And she wound up giving me a disease. So Ooh. after that, in the meantime, you know, I, you know, my religion is, is Islam, so I'm right. Muslim. So I had everybody like when I came home, everybody was like, "You need to do the right thing." Like you know, you need to stop all that dealing with women and see where it led you and this and that. And you never been with a man. You need to try a man and all of that. So I had that pressure on me, and, mm-hmm. I was, and then I had got that disease. So I was like, maybe they're right. Like. Right. Maybe this is not for me. I done went to jail. I done been in all types of drama. Right. Now I got, got a disease. I'm like, oh, hell no. Right. And I was so thankful that it was something, you know, it was like gonorrhea. It was something I could get rid of. But it was just like, oh, no, this is like, I need to leave this alone. So that's when I, you know, I started um, dating a man. So. <laughs> you see how low she right? said it though like, <laughs> like I started dating a man <laughs> but 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 like I give it to you though because you said that it was something that you never tried and that you never had right. so how could you compare right right 
And how and, and how did I was so tired of hearing it. I was so tired of hearing it. Like people would be like, You a virgin? You twenty something years old, you a virgin? I'm like, Yeah, and like that's crazy. And I'm like, damn, like Is that bad? Like, well, how you know you don't like dick if you never had it? And I'm just like I just don't want it. How about right, it? exactly. All right, so and when you... when I got it, I was like, this was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, because I, I... I got it, and it wasn't all that. Like, uh-uh. This, this was what I was saying? Like, this was what y'all all hyped about? Right, this is what y'all so, wanted like, me to do? Like, you had a right one. I'm like, uh, okay. All right, and, and it's crazy, too, Candy, because when I seen... When I seen you with, you know what I'm saying, like your husband, like on, on, on Facebook... I said to myself, too, I was like, see, I was like, them bitches done did another good girl wrong. Done put her through all that shit. And she done went out there and she done got, you know what I'm saying? Right. And she done got a boyfriend. Right. But I, I said to myself, though, too, because I knew that you were young because we had, um, you know what I'm saying, conversations when we were upstate. I was like, that's something that she needs to know. Like, you know, is this really for me? Because I never was with a man. And you had told me that before. I was like, that's something that she needs to see where she wants to be. I didn't know where it was going to take you. You know what I mean? But I knew that it was right. going to be a, a, a well lesson, like learn. And I definitely was, was, was watching. You know what I'm saying? I watch a lot of my peoples that I care about. And you were definitely one of them. And when I seen that you had your daughter, I was like, okay, you know, she done had a baby. She married. She wrapped up in there. We really getting ready to see what happened. Mm-mm, that was a lesson that I could have been saved from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that lesson was hard. <laughs> um, because you did get married and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you do have the baby. Because you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you went in and you didn't really know where your heart was at. But you knew there was something that you needed to do. Did you and your husband like have any paperwork? Like, did y'all sign any prenups? Because you knew you was gonna be great. You know what I mean? You knew you was gonna start your businesses, and you know what I'm saying you was gonna write your book. He might had had his own systems and things like that in place. But did y'all guys protect yourselves? Um, no. Actually, it was an arranged marriage, so it was like you know it was Islamically, you know, um, for one, we did file you know paperwork the state because that's just what you have to do but um we were married islamically it was arranged so i wouldn't say it wasn't for love it was strictly for the fact that you know it's for religion like Mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to do and that happens a lot in the community like family pressures outside pressure a lot of times especially with religious backgrounds Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. will be like oh like in your case how they were saying like you that had all these situations with women, you see where it led you, you need to be with a man, and then a woman will go and be with a man and realize that's not, like you said, where her heart mm-hmm. should have been in the first place. Yeah. So it was, like I said, it was for religion, and then um, he was like, he had knew way more about the religion than I did. Like, I've, I've studied it since I was a kid, but he had, he was older than me, so he had knew more. His whole family was Muslim. My family is not. So, you know, he was really deep into it, and um, he was, like, teaching me things and stuff like that, and I always like people that can teach me something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I can learn something or something like that. So that was, like, the thing, and then he turned into, like, he was, like... But they call it, what is it, Dr. Jekyll and the <laughs> Yeah. Man, that was, yeah, he was not who he supposed to be. <laughs> he, he was a bad job. 
Yeah. He was a bad John. Yeah, he was frauding, all that religion, all that stuff. That was all a facade. Your husband? What? That was all a facade. Wow. He was Ike T? Senior, Ike Senior. Oh man, and this is this is going to be in the second book, right? Because Candy's demands is basically telling us, you know, what I'm saying how you went to prison it's, and it's everything around that. It's a, it's a little bit. It touches in the first book. It uh, touches in two Yep. But we really get down into the nitty gritty in two. Yeah, in, in two. Yep. Yeah, in the next book. Yeah. All right. See, I'm I'm set. I'm setting the fans up right now because this episode right here, this right here, is going to be one of the one of the one of our top episodes. Right. I can tell that right now. So I'm setting you up. We already got one that's already out, y'all. That we're gonna need y'all to go get. She's gonna drop us some links at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast, and then y'all gonna have to keep in tune and rock with us for part two because we're gonna bring her right back when she dropped part two to get back in her business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, just real quick, do you think domestic violence is popular in the lesbian community because of us being women and emotionally driven? Yes. Yes. Um, to speak on that, it's it's this this gets so crazy because so in my book, um, the the character that you know the girl that I um, chose to get my revenge with. I said I was going, you know, have sex with her so that way I can get back at them cheating and together and everything. Well, she's actually no longer with us. Um, she is gone. So she died a year after I came home. Mm. Um, her her ex had um, killed her. So wow. it wasn't intentionally or maliciously. She was trying to protect herself. But it did turn out that way. Um, that was a toxic relationship right there. But, yep. And I was able to see her before she died. When I came home, she was actually, you know, excited about me being home. I actually met the girl, um, her new girlfriend, not the one that I went to jail behind. But I actually met her new girlfriend and everything. And then um, she died a year later. They got into something. And, yep. And she uh, made a mistake and killed her. So she, she was gone. So I do feel like in the lesbian community it is really bad i'm losing people like left and right um due to domestic violence and a lot of them are lesbians so Right, and a lot of people feel like just because we're in re- lesbian relationships, a lot of people feel like I'm a woman, you a woman, so we can fight. No, like it's still, <laughs> it's still a domestic violence situation. Like you should not be getting that physical people, with your partner. And people put stipulations on domestic violence, and I just like I, I don't like that. Yeah, they think like you said because you're lesbian or or homosexual or whatever they're like oh that's a girl why you don't just and it's just like it, it's just as serious as a heterosexual I was in both so mm-hmm. I did you know what I mean before so it's the same it's no difference I guess they figure because men are like physically stronger mm-hmm. that it's you know different but it's the same right and uh emotional uh abuse 
and verbal abuse is one of the worst, right. which can come from a woman and a man. And just like a, a tongue lashing is a tongue lashing. And I feel like sometimes, should I rather you hit me than to talk to me crazy as right. hell? Because words is powerful. Emotion. Yeah, it yes, sticks with it you. It sticks with you. You know what I'm saying? The bruises will heal go away. You can, you can forget. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. And we're not condoning physical abuse. We're no. just saying I'm just that. saying that it's just... <laughs> Abuse, period, like it's it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's how Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic was born. That's how that situation that you were in, you know what I'm saying, was born. And and this is the crazy thing. So now what do your peoples have to say? Because you know what I mean, you went to, you know, the to, to hood college behind one female, you was in, you know what I'm saying, a toxic relationship, and then you was with, you know what I'm saying, a man that was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, your king. He was supposed to hold your you protector. down. Your protector, but he in there acting like Ike Turner. Uh, Turner Senior at that, you know. So how did your family, you know what I'm saying, feel about that when you actually came clean? Like, you know, I did this for myself, but I, you know, to, to make sure this is where I needed to be. But I also did it because you guys were in my ear. And it doesn't matter. A person is a person. If they... If they're, you know what I'm saying, valent, they're valent. It doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman. It can happen both ways. Right. Did they... And you my, know. My, my family, um, they are very, like, supportive and a lot of my family or my sons didn't know what I was going through. Like, I put on a good front. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. nobody knew I hid it. I didn't. Until it was too late. Like, that's when the world, you know, it got exposed. Like, oh, it was no way to hide it if I'm laid up in the hospital. Like, what am I going to say? How, how did I get here? Right. So, I can't hide it anymore after that. But, um, they are very supportive. Like, my family is happy for me now. Like, they, you know what I mean, was with me when they found out, you know, about the whole domestic violence thing. And they were so shocked that I'd never said anything or that I was even going through that. So, yeah, they are very supportive. So, they're happy now that I'm, you know, um, they have a close relationship with my um, wife. And they love her to death. And my daughter loves her. And, yeah, everybody is supportive. All right, so that so I heard you say wife, y'all already been married, y'all already oh, went. Yeah, we, filed, we filed our paperwork, but we didn't have a, a wedding, so we just yeah, we just did the paperwork, but we are going to have a wedding. But you are legally married now to a woman. Yes. You are definitely walking in your truth. Yes. All right, all right. Yes. So now that you said that, I got one more juicy question for you. So now that you're walking in your truth and you've gotten married. To your soulmate, because of everything that went down with, uh, like your your ex husband and everything, and you do have your daughter. Did you and your girlfriend? Well, I apologize, your wife put any paperwork in place to protect yourselves as far as like you know what I'm saying a prenup because you have a daughter and she's going to be in your daughter's life. Uh, will you guys, you know what I'm saying, will she adopt? Will y'all, will you have that, you know, correct paperwork in place? Just in case anything happens to you, if anything happens to y'all guys' relationship later on down the line, did y'all guys think that far ahead? No, so we don't have any paperwork in place. We don't plan on it. Um, my daughter, my daughter is also a Muslim. So, um, Islamically, um, the, she, if anything was to happen, I do have a will, so my wife will be able to still be in her life, but okay. her father will have more rights over her. Okay. How does how does you know what I'm saying her father feel about you being in being in you know what I'm saying like your 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 per like you're being in your purpose, walking into your purpose and yes. in your truth. Um, 
he is not happy about it, but me and him, we had, like, very minimum communication. Our communication just basically revolved around my daughter. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we don't have any, like, anything outside of her. Like, we don't even talk. Like, you know, I have exes that I'm friends with, but he's not one of them. Like, we don't communicate unless it's involving her. Okay. Have you ever thought about... Um, you know, gaining soul custody or anything like that of your daughter, or do you want um, her father to stay, you know what I'm saying, present in her life, no matter what happened between you and him? So, um, legally, I had full custody, and that's because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> and the, and, and, and court, you know, he walked out, he doesn't deal with courts, he, he tries to use the religion to his mm-hmm. convenience. So I gotcha. he doesn't the court systems and all of that stuff or whatever. So he didn't want to even, you know, try. So he has no rights, um, I mean legally over my daughter. I do still, like I said, follow my religion. So I do allow him to see his daughter. He's a very good father, um, to her. She loves him to death. Like I told you, um, and was like I say to people, he was a very bad husband, but he's a very great father. That's what's up. And the, and the reason why I wanted to touch, you know what I'm saying, and just ask you questions about that, because in season one, yeah, I'm going to have to drop you a link. Excuse me. We did a episode on paperwork because uh, I have a, a friend that's in Wisconsin that went through a lot. You know, she's actually still going through a lot. Uh, with her daughter and her ex-wife and just custody battles and the rules and the laws in um, Wisconsin in that state. And I've just seen my homegirl go through so many things. So just from your perspective, I wanted to ask you those questions as well. And again, just to educate, you know what I'm saying, our listeners mm-hmm. and f- to give them another avenue to go. But my girl says she got sole custody and she still allows, yeah. you know what I'm saying, her father to be present in her life even though they didn't work out and a lot of times relationships don't work out and and you know kids end up being that limbo factor like yeah i'm gonna hold them against him or her and we shouldn't do that you heard what my girl candy and said because it's not about us as, as much as i dislike him right. like i said if he was a bad father or like treating her bad or anything like that then that would be lit but he doesn't it, and it's so crazy like to even watch it like and I wonder like when she grows up and she finds out I wonder how she she's gonna feel you know what I mean because mm-hmm. she she has a whole different person that she's dealing with than yeah. what I dealt with and he's remarried now finally All yeah, right. so um yeah and he's it's, it's just so like I said he suffers from some mental health issues that he needs to um, get help with. I believe now he's learning. I believe it depends on who he's with. So right now he's with a woman that is total opposite of me. You know, I'm a headstrong woman. I voice my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I won't say I'm not submissive, but I'm not as submissive as the religion would want me to be. Right. So. But he has somebody that may not trigger him. Not saying that I was the trigger, but I'm a different type of woman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm uh, alpha female. So that I feel like that's somebody he can't deal with. He can't deal with an alpha female because then he feels like he has to break you down physically. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Because how headstrong you are and because you can, you know what I'm saying, stand up on your own two feet. That's crazy. Right. right. I feel you. Okay. And that happens a lot with, with the religion. Um, the men, they, they shouldn't have sex with women. They shouldn't have sex with well, I'm glad that you were able to go through everything that you went through. And do you do you feel that you know what I'm saying? You had to go through everything that you had through with um with your husband, and you had to go down that path so that you could you know know for sure that you were walking you know walking in your purpose with another woman. Ex husband. Ex husband. Ex husband. I'm sorry. Ex husband. I'm sorry. But yeah. Um... say that I had to go through like the whole physical thing but I did have to experience it mm-hmm. I had to know that it wasn't all what the book says it's supposed to be you know what I mean so right. and I you're but and you're a lesbian though right uh, yes, yes right and I, and I just want to just you know focus on that because a lot of people are scared to walk in their truth or they're doing other things with other people and they've gone down these uh these paths that they really don't have to just because of you know what I'm saying not religion like and religion and, and, and the mindset and right. just being really like trying to please afraid. other people. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a please this person yes. and please that person. And then we have the 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 other side. We have the lesbians and well I'ma say our community. We have our community right. that tries to tell us that, oh, you ain't no lesbian because you did this and you did that. No, motherfucker, I'm a lesbian too. Shut your ass up. You don't know my story. So you hear my girl's story, right? (laughs) And I feel like lesbian, I feel like it's where your, it's what your heart desires. So, although I was physically with a man and, you know, this will touch in the next book also, I, um, was not happy at all whatsoever. I was not pleased. I was not satisfied. My heart, my body, and everything craved a woman, no matter what. So, like I said, this will be in the next book, but even, like, sexual, you know what I mean? Um, When we would have sex afterwards, the first thing that would come to my mind is, damn, I wish I had a woman. (laughs) That's crazy. But that's real, though. And I just want to say one. I'm able to identify and keep it real with myself. Right, right. Sometimes we don't want to keep it real with ourselves. I had to keep it real with myself, like living your truth. And my therapist as well. Um, she, you know, I talked to her about it, and she, and the first thing she said when, you know, I told her like I was when I got engaged. I told her she said, "I'm so happy that you're finally living in your truth." Right. So you, you and your your wife, y'all got engaged. How long y'all been together? Two years. Oh, I was just going to say, going back to what you said about when your daughter grows up and how she's going to feel about it. I feel like as long as you keep the lines of communication open, like how you were saying, she's dealing with a different man than what you what you dealt with when y'all were together and you were like, I don't know how she's going to feel about it. I feel like as long as you keep the lines of communication open with her and she feels like you are a safe place, 
eventually when you get to tell her those stories when she start dating and be like these are the signs that you need to look out for she'll appreciate that and she'll be Mm -hmm. like dang mom like I didn't know that you was dealing with all of this like and that'll make her have a newfound respect for you like a lot of people try to shield their children from stuff like that because they don't want their children to have an image of their father or their mother that will like taint how they feel about that person but sometimes you need to let your children know like this is what I dealt with this is what I was going through while you were a child and I feel like that will make y'all relationship stronger that will make her trust you more that'll make her have a newfound respect for the woman that you are like she already see you having your businesses and doing your thing but Knowing that you went through all of that to get to this. And you got that. Right. She'll be like, dang, mom, like you really are the shit. <laughs> and and you'll be able to, you know what I'm saying, protect her and to see right. certain things in individuals who she's dating. So, right. like, yeah, like, it, it's, it's good. I, I feel like growing up, our parents shielded us from a lot of things, thinking that they were protecting us. Right. But for real, for real, they weren't. Exactly. If they were honest with us and let us know what was going on. And, you know what I'm saying, sat down and had those hard conversations. Right. And had those hard conversations with us, we would have been... A little bit more prepared for this world, for for this world, and the situations that we had to walk mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is, my daughter, um, when my books came, she read one. She's like, and she started reading. She loves to read. She reads a lot of a lot of books. And um, so she was like, "Mommy, she's reading." And she's like, "Here's my name. Here's my name." And acknowledgements. And I'm like, "Oh no, you can't." Read that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> And I'm like, okay, just read the acknowledgements and that's it. Like, no, no further. She just liked to see her name in the book. She just right. wanted to see her name. She was like, I'm famous now. I'm in a book. Yeah, right. She said exactly those words. She's like, I'm famous. How old is your daughter? Seven. That's what's up. So she went in the second grade? That's what's up. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Are you going to have um, any more children with uh, with your wife? I have two um, pet children. I have a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so no, we, we're not having <laughs> She said, <laughs> she said um, that real quick, so no, we are not. <laughs> we are, we're not doing that. What you said, you got, you got, y'all already got the kids on, on lock. Yep, we got them a lot. We better get ready for the greens that's coming. I got you. All right, so, Kenny, it's it's definitely been fun. We've been on here for about 40 minutes. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Once again, we definitely appreciate you. I need you to hit us, though, with that Instagram, um, with your Facebook. I know you have a website that's getting ready to be dropping to where we can uh, go in and get the books. And anything else that you feel that you need to get out here on this interview right now. Any Candy's book tours, any events you got coming up where you're going to be selling your books, right. any events you having for the wax company, for the skin care. Cause yes. I need to let us know where we coming and, I, and I'm getting ready to come back. I'm getting, I'm coming to Philly. We definitely going to do something too. Like I'm going to come to Philly. We'll definitely uh, get us a vendor spot and, and, yeah. and do something together and just bond yeah. as women. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring my yeah. girlfriend. You bring your, well, Yes. I'm about to get wifed up too. I might be a little bit late, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting wifed up too. But but you know what I mean. But 
tell her, tell the people everything that we need to know where we can find candy, um, okay, so, um and the products. My, my business is Serene Candy Wix um, on Facebook and Serene underscore Candy underscore Wix underscore on Instagram. Um, my website is Serene Candy Wix at um, www.serenecandywix.com. Okay. So you can hit me up on all those platforms. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm missing. Nothing. Oh, my book is um, available at Amazon, but it's also available on my personal website, well, my business website, serenecandywigs.com. Okay. And we want y'all guys to buy black. Go to her website. Go to candyserene.com and, and purchase that book. You know what I'm saying? We love Amazon. But man, I'm he's a what a, a billionaire, yeah, damn near a trillionaire. He don't right. need no more of our money. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Buy black, you know. Please go yeah. on buy the straight website. from the website. Yes, yeah. buy straight from the website. She's an independent author, uh, businesswoman, mother. I am so proud Wife. of you. Wife, yes, <laughs> you know I, I am Candy. I am so proud of you. Uh, words can't even really ex- explain it. You are one that actually came home, you know what I'm saying, and and, and you made it. Uh, I, I really wanted to do this interview while we was with Crazy Mala because, you know, Mala, my girl, <laughs> another one that made it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, don't worry. We working on getting Mala ready for this podcast life. Right. We, def- we definitely <laughs> are, man. She's a sh- we, we, we about to get her the, to come on and be a co-host. So we get, we're going to start off as a co-host and then, you know, push her into... Having her own podcast because she's she's a barrel of laughs all in herself, all in herself. When y'all coming down here to Florida, man, you got to bring the baby down. You and your wife, y'all got to come down here to Florida visit. We coming soon because this weather is not uh, what we what we want right now. Girl, it's eighty degrees out here right now. Yeah, no humidity, so it's just really really nice. Yeah, the sky is beautiful right now. We we looking at our our balcony window. It was Thanksgiving. That was yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> we getting ready to be in the pool tomorrow on New Year's. I'm right. actually marinating my meat right now. That's why I told you, give me three more minutes. <laughs> I'm in here marinating the meat for the grill. We got our bottles already ready because we're going to bring in New Year's together. And it's like I said, it's all about that sisterhood, especially mm-hmm. like the, the, the women that I was uh, in hood college with, man. I love y'all. Even the ones that y'all may not have liked me back then. I may not even have liked you. But because we all was in that same situation for one reason or another, I will always love y'all. Anytime that y'all need a platform, I'm y'all person to reach out to. Please, Candy, spread the word for that. We're going to spread the word for you. I'm definitely going to go on your line and, and, and purchase your book. And I'm going to send you an autographed copy of Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic. I really want you to read that. Yeah, I want you to read that, man. I feel like we can definitely do a collab together. We're going to definitely read it because she's a reader, too. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I got uh, I got three parts to that. We're going to do four. We got Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic 1, Toxic Relationships. Two is touching on alcoholism and healing. Three, uh, we uh, I was necking on that cover a little bit. <laughs> the D'Angelo, hey, 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 Candy, it's called the D'Angelo theory. You know what I'm saying? We gave him, 
we we gave him some erotica on that one. Remember when D'Angelo was standing there naked his hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. I, I was I was showing out on that one, showing out. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we 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 definitely got to collab and just continue to uplift each other. What you got to say? Yes, Grace? I was so excited um, when y'all, you know, um, invited me to the group and stuff. I was so proud of you with your books and, your, you know, teaching people how to be authors and uh, publishers themselves. And I was just like, yes, I'm joining this group. I'm in here. Right. <laughs> So make sure you do stop past Brown Liquor and drop your link so that we can post it. Okay. Make sure you stop past the Writing Lab. I think you said you wasn't in that group, but I'm going to make sure that you yeah, get in there. I'm going to make sure that you're in there because a lot of people that I have in there will relate to your book and will support and purchase the book too directly from you because that's what we do. Like We support each other. And this, Do you got anything else though, boo? that you want to say like right now on here for the people that's it um if anybody is you know going through any domestic violence situations i do have a domestic violence awareness page called be aware 21 so on instagram you can go there follow that hit me up i answer dms personally and everything so that's what's up. All right, so that so that means I can hit you up if my girlfriend just decides tomorrow that she wants to be Ike Turner, uh, little sister, and I got to get the hell up out of here. I'm going to where, bro? Give it to me one more time. Where am I going on Instagram to leave that message? Because I'm going to need you. Be aware 21. All right, all right, all right. You got any more questions for Candy Baby? Boys? we about to let uh, Miss Candy Demise go. Like candy. Hey. No, I don't have no more questions. Thank you again for coming on with us. We appreciate you telling telling your story and being so vulnerable with us and giving us the inside look into the book. So y'all make sure y'all go support Candy's Demise. And we'll put all the links in, in the show notes. So you could just click the link, buy the book, and boom. You got it. And I'm uh, I'm, I'm telling y'all. Oh, no, man. Thank you for coming through. Thank you, for real, for coming through. And for the fans, though, I'm telling you, us us hood college graduates, (laughs) we got them good-ass books. Right. Everything's emotional. Everything is hands-on. Everything is real and in the moment. So we're going to need y'all to support and, you know what I'm saying, get y'all reading game up. We need to see y'all on on our shelves. Like, boom, boom, boom. Support. All right, y'all, this has been another episode of Brown Liquor. And as always, don't forget to lick that split out.